You're listening to the Calvary Newsline. We welcome Sheila Brazil into the studio today. Sheila is a longtime member of Calvary, raised a family here, and is known to wear many hats as a Bible study and precepts leader. Her heart for the Word and passion for Scripture is contagious and inspirational. So, Sheila, thank you for coming in and sharing with us today. Uh, You're welcome. Glad to be here. Uh, Sheila, give us a brief family history, uh, maybe a history of you guys here at Calvary, if you will. Well, Keith and I married in 1983, and we had gone to Louisiana College. It's where we met and uh, visited some churches even during our college years. But we married in 83 and began to visit all the churches in the area. And we just landed here at Calvary. And uh, really and truly what pulled us in was a young marriage department. And I just can't stress enough in getting involved in a small group. And we began to come here, and we would probably officially joined in about 1984-85, raised three children here. I have now four grandchildren. I mean, our babies went from nursery to graduation and on, and um, now they all live in Texas. So, uh, But it, it was a great place to raise our family. What was the beginning of your story with the Bible? Was there a definitive start, or was it a gradual growing passion? Well, I was raised in a very small Southern Baptist church in North Louisiana, Fairview Baptist Church, and a very Bible-teaching, believing church. But but typically what happened with me, I was a junior or senior in high school, and I got a Bible teacher that was called, I called her Miss Mack, and I knew something was different. She opened her Bible, and it became real. It just seemed like it jumped off the page. I saw the, her notes. She would ask uh, not just that central Bible truth question, but she would go a step further. I can and never going to forget the Sunday morning when we were talking about bringing God's best, and she just looked at us and she said, "Do you bring God your best?" She just seemed to make it come alive, and I knew that I knew that she knew God's word, and I wanted to know it just like that. And so I graduated from there, went to Louisiana College again. I felt uh, just ignited when I would get into the Bible classes there, and so and then after graduating there and marrying come to Calvary. I had a friend here. I'd been here a few years, and um, she said, Sheila, I want you to come with me to Precept Bible Study. And and I want to know, what is that? Such a you know strange name for a Bible study. She said, it's just a group of ladies. We meet, and we go one book at the Bible at a time. And she just kept on and on. And finally, to get her off my back, I said I would go. I went with this thought, I'm going to go one time, get her off my back, and I'm going to move on from this. Well, I went into that classroom, and it was about 15 ladies, and Jane Crowell was the leader, and they were in the book of James. And I, they tried to sell me a book. I said, no, I don't want a book. And I'm just here to listen. And Jared, I listened to that lesson that day, the way they interrogated the Scripture, and it was so simple. And I went, how have I been missing this? all these years that I can just ask questions of the text and make these applications. And then the, the, the video came on, and it was Kay Arthur, who's she and her husband, Jack, began Precept Ministries in 1970. And the way she led us through that text, I finished that class that day. I bought the book. I even got the little handbook from Jane. And I went home, and I just started eating up the Word of God. It just came alive to me. Well, you mentioned precepts. Uh, briefly, tell, tell me a little bit more about what that means and, and what goes on in those studies. Well, uh, the word precept 
it's in the scripture. It just means law or truth or ordinance. And this ministry has a, a verse I'm, I'm going to read to you that, that is on all their logos and in their stuff. It's from Isaiah 28.10, and it just says, For precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, uh, God will teach Israel. And it's just a little here and a little there. And all this is, is as simple as when you read the Scripture, you ask questions of it. It's called inductive study. You start with the source and you work out. So if I'm in the book of James, which I started in, we, we would ask, well, who wrote it? Why did he write it? Where was he? Who is James? Well, he's a half-brother of Jesus. Boy, that makes a difference. But he doesn't introduce himself as the half-brother of Jesus. Wow, what a humble man. See, just from asking those questions of that text, how quickly I got an application. So you read just like you were supposed to learn in English Lit in high school, who, what, where, when, how, and why. You set a context, but that's just observing it. And then you can make interpretations from it based on what you observed. And then the most important part is application. And so I would read that. If I read, if I used James as an example, I went, wow, he didn't list that he was a half-brother of Jesus. He just said he was a bond servant. And then I might say, say to myself, do I try to get some type of a glory from doing something for the Lord and I want a name drop? So just simple application. So it's inductive study. Uh, you do have a little workbook, but they have all levels of, of the type, this type of study, but it's inductive. And I just think it makes this scripture come alive by asking some simple questions of the text. So Sheila, some would say reading the Bible is just too hard. It's a lot to understand. It's confusing. What would be your response to hearing that? And if someone is just starting out, what encouragement can you share with them? Well, I think sometimes if we want to you know, know what to do or why, how to do something, if we'll learn why we do it, I'm a former school teacher, and I taught math some. And if I can get a student to understand why you do that process, they can do it. And so well, why study the Bible? You know, that would be the first thing, you know, I'd want to ask. Well, number one, it's truth. And, and in the Scripture, it says all Scripture is God-breathed, and it's good for reproof and for teaching, for correction. So God Put his, let us, he's here. He sent his son, but he gave us the word. And so if I don't have the word of God, which is truth, I'm, I'm out here floundering and I need that plumb line against my life to see how am I living in the light of the truth that God's given me. And so that, that would be it because we're searching for truth. Uh, your Bible doesn't just contain truth. It is truth. And so that would be the biggest why. And number, another one would be it's a weapon. We um, are out here in a world, and it is a battle, and so many people are struggling. And it is your, and it says in Ephesians, it's the one offensive weapon you've got. And so just, you know, I would tell somebody, just focus on one verse a day if you had to. Just learn something that was encouraging to you. I know when sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I'll say that same verse every morning. I'll say, oh, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and give praise to your great name, O Most High, to declare your favor in the morning and at night when I lay down my head to see your faithfulness. That's out of Psalms. That just kind of counterpolts me to the day. So just simply 
do something each day that reminds you that this is a weapon that I need to have. And, and another thing is holiness, which I've already mentioned. Without God's Word, I don't know how, my, how I'm living my life. I need to have a standard. And out there in this world, everybody says, well, I'm finding my truth, my truth. Right. God gave us truth. Mm. And how would I know how I'm living without that? So I, I want to live a holy life. And the last one is hope. The Bible gives you hope. And the thing I always tell new students, I say, you know, most of us out here in the world, everybody's searching, where did I come from and where am I going? But here's the thing. The Bible tells you that. It gives you every answer in the world. Genesis tells you where you came from. Revelation tells you where you're going. And Romans and the cross and all the gospels tell you how you're going to get there. Mm. So it's one big book, answers all life's questions. It has one ultimate theme. It's a rescue plan. God wants his kids back. He wants his kids home. And so that's any scripture you read. If you'll read in the light of that large context, why did God put this book in his word out of the 66? Why did he put this passage here? How does that relate to him getting me home, the rescue plan of Jesus Christ and the cross, that tree that gets me back to the tree of life, which is what it says in Revelation. So that's what I would tell some. Just that's your why. And then if if I just let's just say I've never studied, and I'm going to get to be a alliteration guru, but I'm going to give you some peeve, the five P's that I would. T- I want to keep it simple. But number one, prepare a place. Uh, Jesus prepared a place. You you watch the followings of Christ, and it says he slipped away to a quiet place. Um, he knew the importance of communicating with his Father, so you need a place. So in your home, somewhere, prepare a place. Plan to fail, fail to plan. Put the things out that you need. And, and number two, pray before you read. You have been given the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm, I'm a precept Bible leader I am not your teacher. The Holy Spirit is given as your teacher. It's, the Word says it's your tutor and your teacher. So so do that. Pray first. Lord, uh, open up my eyes so that I may see wonderful things from your law, it says in Psalms 119. Number three, a plan. So I would tell somebody to start with a good devotional book that maybe gives you a small amount of Scripture, and then that, that writer expositates, maybe leads through a prayer. That would be great. Another podcast that I think is phenomenal, that I think has drawn so many people into the Word, is Tara Lee Cobble. She's got a seven-minute-a-day podcast. You can listen to it in your car, and she works through the Bible chronologically. And she's very uh, expository and inductive in the way that she presents the Word very simply. So some type of a plan, something per day. But listen, I would say don't be prescriptive with it. Don't get legalistic with it. Don't don't whip yourself up. Oh, I missed today. I'm okay. Just give God a chance to speak to you. Uh, number four, I would want at that place you prepared. You need some paper and a pen. Here's some two more P's. Paper and pen. Okay. I don't care if you read one verse. Have a paper out and a pen and say, All right, what did I learn today about God? Did I learn anything today about God? And write it down and keep up with that. And then after you've answered that each day, say this. Did I learn anything about God that I could apply to my life? Some people use the SPACE acronym. Is there a sin I need to confess? Is there a promise that I need to claim? 
Was there an action I need to take? Was there a change I need to make? Was there an example I need to follow? Whatever works for you. So you would read that, try to apply it to your life, and then I'd pray again. Lord, you know, in the light of what I've learned today, help me apply that to my life. So that's just some simple tips. There's a lot more, but I, I would just say that's a starting place. Yeah. And uh, when it, the Bible talks about, uh, you know, like even in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, speaking of Jesus, yes. uh, you know, it, it, you don't know someone unless you talk to them That's or right. and learn about them. And mm. so it's so important to make sure that we're studying about him, communicating with him right. to get to know him. Right. And I love that you said that because that word in the beginning, the word became flesh and he dwelt among us. I know this because I've studied the word dwelt there. It means to tabernacle. Jesus came down and he tabernacled among men and then he gave us the Holy Spirit. Now we tabernacle the actual Holy Spirit. And in Hebrews, it says, long ago, in many portions, in many ways, God spoke through signs and wonders. But in these last days, he spoke through his son. Mm, and, right. and you made me think of, he wants relationship with us. Well, here's what relationship is. You and I are having a conversation, although I think I'm doing most of the talking. But <laughs> here's the way I look at it, Jerry. Prayer is me talking to God. But Bible study Reading the Word, you know what that is? That's Him talking to That's me. Right. And I would just say out there to anybody listening, let God have a chance to speak to you. How are you going to do that unless you get into God's Word? That's right. So, and. That's my challenge. And it, there there can be some hiccups along the way, and I've had failures too. And my last P, and you might ask me, well, well, what have been some problems you've had over the years of being yeah. consistent? I'm going to tell what I tell you, the last P. People, you need other people. So I would say, yeah, do it in your home, have your private time, but get into a Bible study group, a life group. Hold each other accountable. Iron sharpens iron, it says in Proverbs, that you would we would encourage each other through the Scripture. So people is important. So I would tell you the, the times in my life where I have not been as consistent and, and successful in my plan of study is when I have not been in a group. But again, I, I would just push this. Give God a chance to speak to you hmm. because I would tell you he will transform you. It, it's, it's all about being changed from the word and not knowing it. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a chance. Uh, do something. Find, find some kind of study to, to help you if you haven't had one. Uh, find others to, to help along the way. Keep trying. Don't give up. Things right. are going to come in the way. Right. Um, but don't let it defeat you and, uh, and let, give God a chance. That's right. Let him speak to you. We will return soon with new content. Enjoy the weekly sermons and visit us online at calvarynet.net, Facebook and Instagram at Calvary Alexandria, and on Sundays in person at 5011 Jackson Street in Alexandria, Louisiana at 9 a.m. and 1030 a.m. for worship and Bible study. This has been a special presentation of the Calvary Newsline podcast.